Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports, have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Well, we made it again to a Friday. You know, for a lot of the time this year, I wasn't sure we were going to make it to Friday in a week, but we have. Welcome to a Friday edition of Sports Scene, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Christina, do you have a salad there? Is that what you're eating? Okay. She's, she's eating lunch as we talk sports. That's good. She's producing today, too. And uh, big Gator weekend. Gator soccer tonight. You can hear the game here. Uh, Gator volleyball at defending national champion Wisconsin. And, uh, of course, Gator football tomorrow. Shane and I at the UF Bookstore combine and say hello. We'll be there beginning at 3.30. You know what today is. If you're a regular listener of this show, it is Prognostication Friday. There aren't great games this week. I'm just going to tell you there aren't great games. But we'll pick some. FSU, Louisville, Miami, Texas A&M, Penn State, Auburn, Mississippi State, LSU, BYU, Oregon, Ole Miss, Georgia Tech, and score of the Gator game and why. Uh, Okay. This is the world that we are living in now in college athletics. I'm going to go on a little rant here. I apologize, but I can't help it. I just can't help it. The big-time conferences had better not ever cry poverty. Ever. Tom Van Haren, who's been on the show many times, covers recruiting for ESPN, just published um, a column on ESPN.com. He says, according to public records obtained by The Athletic, Texas spent nearly, are you ready, $630,000 on two recruiting weekends in June, including the official visit by Arch Manning and eight other recruits that featured, quote, five-star accommodations and virtually all you can eat for them and their families. Now, the visit has resulted in four verbal commitments so far. Okay? So I guess that's good. According to the Van Her- to the Tom's column, <laughs> a full spread in their rooms was given to them at the Four Seasons Austin, a photo shoot at Texas Memorial Stadium, a trip to the Top Golf driving range, multiple lavish meals, and breakfast at the home of coach Steve Sarkeesian. Texas also spent $350,000 the weekend of June 24th on 14 
recruits, recruits 12 players from that visit have committed. So the $600,000 and $630,000 on two weekend visits just shows you what they're spending. Athletic Director Yu published NCAA financial reports that showed that Texas spent, ready, $1,275,000 on recruiting in the 2019 fiscal year. But guess what? That wasn't the most. Today, I want you to tell me which school you think, as you call in today, spent the most on recruiting that year. Okay? Just whatever that's worth. Okay? Um, Now, Tom's article also says the University of Florida Athletic Association increased its football spending by $4.7 million with 700000 added to the recruiting budget, a 55% increase that gives Billy Napier close to a $2 million budget. And it doesn't include his access to two private jets. That has a budget of $800,000 plus. Don't ever freaking tell me you don't have money. That's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. But it's like anything else, it's the cost of doing business. But when you talk about big-time college athletics, that is the poster child for this. And it's only going to get worse. Think about it. Florida just spent $85 million on a football facility to catch up. To catch up. Not to go ahead to catch up. Georgia has already renovated its renovation. And look, I don't want to sound like, you know, some old guy thinking like the way it used to be. I'm not like that. I get things evolve. I get things change. But by God, and I'm not saying that money isn't put to good use, but wow. If they would just cap, because here is where you really would see. And look, it's no different in any other in any other sport, right? The Dodgers and the Yankees spend money. They're willing to pay a luxury tax. Those teams win, right? The Pittsburgh Pirates don't win, but they don't spend any money. So, I mean, that, that, that's how it is. But wouldn't it be kind of cool once if the leagues would say, we're going, now, again, players would never do this at, at the pro rank. So I, I'm, I'm dreaming here, okay? We're going to put a cap on what we can pay coaches, on what we can pay players, and then let's see who wins. 
Same thing in football, right? Put a cap on what you can spend for facilities. Doesn't mean you can't, if you want to put a pool in there, you want to put a driving range in there, put it in there, but it's got to come within the budget. But we live in a free enterprise society. That's never going to happen. I only do this to give you some idea of what the hell is being spent in college athletics. Boosters give money, right? That's some of this too. When ticket prices go up, that's some of this too. It's big business, people. Big business. All right, again today, FSU, Louisville, Miami A&M, Penn State, Auburn, Mississippi State, LSU, BYU, Oregon, Ole Miss, Georgia Tech, score the Gator game, and why. 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Daryl, hello. Hey, good afternoon, Steve. Steve, uh, not putting you up on a pedestal, some kind of fortune teller or soothsayer, but as a loyal listener, Steve, you've been telling this for years. This was coming. Yeah, I mean, you know, once in a while you get one right. Um, and I could see this, and I could see it coming. And I, I saw players being paid, and I'm going to tell you, I think that there's going to be unionization of players down the road. We'll see. But this, while it doesn't surprise me, the sheer volume of money that's being spent still is mind-boggling. Steve, let's talk about the state of Texas. You brought them up, you know, the Longhorns. Let's talk about the Ags. All right, let's say that Jimbo goes 6-6 six and six or 7-5 and five this year. Do they sit him down at the end of the season and say, look, you've got one more year to produce. If you don't, you're probably your job is on in jeopardy. I know they had the money to buy him out out there because there's oil money out there. What do you think about that idea right there, Steve? Um, I think if they go 6-6 six and six or 7-5, and five, he might be fired. Without even one more year on this contract. Yeah. Think about the number of – I think this is his fifth year there, isn't it? I think so. What's he done? Nothing. He's, he's did no more than Kevin Sumlin. I mean, he beat Alabama. Okay, right. give him that. But outside of that, he's done no better than Kevin Sumlin. Correct. So unless you see – and remember, he had a terrific recruiting class. So maybe they look at that and say, all right – you know, these new recruits are going to come in. But for a guy who's an offensive dude, supposedly, he can't develop a quarterback. And that's why I'm going to say for the 50th time, I don't understand why Max Johnson's not playing quarterback for them. He's a proven commodity in the league, but I don't coach there. Steve, you took the words right out of my mouth. Look what he did to Florida last year. You know, yep. I mean, kids got talent. I don't understand why he's not playing instead of Haynes King. You know, and so maybe he'll play like tomorrow. You. We'll see. Yeah. All right, my man, let's get on to these picks. All right, FSU Louisville. Uh, give me Louisville. Tomorrow. And Miami A&M. Steve, I want drama. Give me the Canes. I don't like me one, but give me the Canes. All right, Penn State Auburn. Auburn. Mississippi State LSU. Give me the Pirate. BYU Oregon. Uh, BYU. Ole Miss Georgia Tech. Ole Miss. Gator score and why? 49-10. USF is just terrible, Steve. Get a little bit. Confidence, hopefully back in AR and uh, get ready for Rocky Top next week. All right, Daryl, appreciate your call. Thank you. Twelve fifteen time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN ninety eight one FM eight fifty AM WRUF.
Smithville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Molly Cooper. SCC play starts tonight for the Gators soccer team as they face the reigning SCC champions, the Tennessee Volunteers on the pitch. Head coach Samantha Bohan and her team are currently 2-5 and five and look to improve their record. Coverage of the game starts right here at 650. Florida Gators football is back in action at home on Saturday, September 17th to take on the USF Bulls after a 26-16 loss to Kentucky. Coverage of the game starts right here at 3.30 tomorrow. Number 16 Florida Gators Volleyball travels to Madison, Wisconsin to play in the top 20 matchup against the number 4 Wisconsin Badgers tonight. Men's golf is currently competing in the Fighting Illini Invitational up at Olympia Field Golf Club in Chicago. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Molly Cooper. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. You know, lots of times we are asked to step up and lend a helping hand to an organization or some people that need help. Well, that's the case for the Road Heaver Boys Ranch in Palatka. If you have an unused or unwanted car, truck, RV, or boat, please consider donating it to the Road Heaver Boys Ranch because this facility has for years housed at-risk young boys from troubled homes. It's sustained by donated vehicles. And these kids learn real-life skills because they take the vehicles, repair them themselves, and they also resell them. Your donation's tax-deductible, and they really help uh, in the, the Road Heaver Boys Ranch in this endeavor. Your generosity does a lot of good in this case. To find out more about the Road Heaver Boys Ranch, you can Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org to learn more. Summer's over, but that joint pain is still there. Time to do something about it. Hey, it's Steve Russell. I want you to call QC Kinetics now. You've put it off long enough. It's time to get real lasting relief from chronic pain in your knees, back, shoulder, and hips. QC Kinetics can get you moving again with cutting-edge regenerative treatments. No drugs, no downtime, no surgery. Regenerative medicine uses highly concentrated healing properties from your own body that restore and repair damaged joint tissue. And QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in this exciting breakthrough natural approach to eliminating joint pain. Lots of people have done this, and they're living life to the fullest, pain-free. Don't assume the old ways of dealing with joint pain are the only ways. Call QC Kinetics today for a free consultation. In Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, a totally free consultation. 352-400-4550. 352-400-4550. QC Kinetics. 352-400-4550. As a small business owner, you've got ings to do. That's why the UPS Store is here to help. From printing to shredding, even mailboxing, you can get every ing your small business needs all done in one trip, saving you time for all your other ings, like professional photo taking or just enjoying family dinner. The UPS Store, every ing for small business all in one place. The UPS Store. The UPS store locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours may vary. See center for details. As you may have heard, Meldon Law is the official law firm partner of the Florida Gators. And while it's great to be a Florida Gator, the most fulfilling aspect of partnering with the Gators is the ability to give back to our community. Please visit MeldonLaw.com to discover our community programs. These include the Meldon Law Scholar Athlete of the Year Award, Law Talk Live Radio Show, and the Veterans Making a Difference program at Meldon Law, we won't back down. Melvin Law, Injury Lawyers, Offices Gainesville, Lake City, and Ocala. 
Fall is here, and that means it's time to fall in love with a shelter pet. Come celebrate the new season by adopting your new best friend this Saturday and Sunday at the PetSmart on Archer Road as the Humane Society of North Central Florida, Hales Angels Pet Rescue, and Puppy Hill Farm Animal Rescue bring you some of the cutest, cuddliest pets around. Prepare to fall in love. That's this Saturday and Sunday from 11 to 4 at the PetSmart on Archer Road. Inside the Huddle with Steve Spurrier, Shane Matthews, and Steve Russell. Tuesday morning at 11 a.m. right here on WRUF. This is Gator soccer coach Samantha Bohan, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 a.m., WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. By the way, BB sent me something about a and I want you to listen to this. I didn't realize Jimbo Fisher's contract was in one way the way that it is. I knew his contract was extended last year. It runs through 2031. But apparently, um, $85 million is what it would take because his contract is fully guaranteed. So if they were to fire him after this season, he would still be owed nine more years of salary. Nine. Hey, eh? Nine more years. That's incredible. Because, again, it's guaranteed. Now, look, $85 million is even a lot of money for oil, people. $85 million was what it would take. Good God. Corey, Hello. Hey, Steve, how are you? Good. Hey, I'm with you on this recruiting thing, man, and, like, I'm not a get-off-my-lawn guy. I understand these coaches are worth it for the money they bring in. But my issue is, like, the SEC is not sure what they're doing about Oklahoma and Texas, trying to get them in here next year or whatever they want to do. So they told Georgia to cancel the Oklahoma game. Well, Georgia had to go schedule Ball State. So they don't – they make sure they had a game. Well – if the SEC makes a decision and Oklahoma comes, there's a likely chance that Georgia will have to cancel the Ball State game and they have to pay them 1.5. So, you know, the Dodgers and the Mets and the Yankees, they spend money, but they generate their own money. These schools are asking boosters to give a lot of money. And that's where my issue is. is that That is a lot of money when you're asking for donations. So I am in all favor for a cap. Because I understand they generate revenue. I get it. And I don't mind the big facilities and all. But when you're just giving away money for, in other words, meaningless things, that's where my issue comes in. Yeah. Again, you, if, if you take this, what this is, and I know college fans hate this, it's business. This is a big business. You know, it, but, it's, but it's wrapped around, you know, a campus. It's wrapped around the guise of, you know, tailgaters and rah-rah, and, which, I mean, some of that is. But it, at its core now, this is big business. Just like the NFL. Just like the NFL. And this is becoming more like the NFL. Yeah, absolutely. 
And I'm going to go with Ohio State is the biggest recruiting budget. Nope. As far as your question. Nope. Good guess, though. I mean, that, that's certainly in a ballpark guess. Not them. All right. Well, All right. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, Corey. Appreciate your call. Hey, D, how are you? Hey, what's up, Steve? Uh, boy, I tell you, see, running down those recruiting numbers, <laughs> man, I think I was – I think I was born uh, 30 years too early, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, a recruit. I, I I've been following recruiting since '92, Steve, and I think probably recruit re, a recruiting weekend. You maybe go to Burger King a couple of times, maybe Red Lobster, <laughs> and that that's it, man. Yeah, not, not a five star dinner, not for your family, man. This is uh, it's crazy, but I, I've been saying it. It's a business, man. I've been I've been calling you and saying this for the last year, man. So none of this. None of this surprises me, man. If you get the, if, if if you get these kids to sign on the dotted line and get a bunch of them, it's well worth it. So uh, that's that's basically the uh, the ultimate goal is to get these kids uh, because the product. If, if you don't produce on the field, if you don't get these kids, then you're going to get fired. So um, you know you got to spend the money to get these kids. See, uh, one, one more thing before you go, D, and this is I'm going down another rabbit hole here, but part of this is the fault of fans. Yep, we, we, no we enable it. Okay? And I don't mean that in a negative way. Look, I don't know, like, w- when I was in college here and I went to a game, I went to a game because I liked going to the game. I wanted to see the game. Did I want my team to win? Of course I did. But I wasn't screaming and yelling about, firing the coach because I liked the game. That's different now. It's different now. You've got to win. And in some cases, even winning isn't good enough. So, again, I, the way the world's gone. Yep. Two more quick things, Steve. Sure. Uh, I think I heard uh, Max Johnson is starting. I think I saw Good. Uh, okay. Yesterday. He should. He is starting. So, um, yeah, we'll see tomorrow night. Uh, that's that's a big game. Uh, and number three for the Gators, uh, I'm going to go 38-13. Uh, what I want to see, Steve, if the weather holds, uh, we, we've got to find a, uh, some kind of downfield passing game, man. Uh, because let me tell you something. Next week is – we know what next week is uh, against 104,000 on the road. And if you don't develop a downfield passing game, you're going to start to see a bunch of eight-man fronts from here on out. So, uh, And then that running game is going to suffer. So I don't care who it is, but they've got to find somebody to start stretching these feet to stretch the field to start putting some fear into these uh, secondaries because the first two games, no, no one's afraid of our downfield passing game. All right. Appreciate it, D. Thank you. There are a lot of subplots in this game. And I don't know if, if and again, I, I, I sound like I'm going to disparage South Florida here. I'm not. But there are some subplots in this game. If Florida goes out there, and scores 45 points against this team. Remember, they scored 42 against them last year. You know, does that mean that everything's fixed? Does that mean that, you know, it, no, it does not. It, it's good that you have the confidence. It's good that you get that. And it's better to show positive things than negative things. But it doesn't mean problems are fixed. So, we will see. You're one of those games you're damn if you do and damn if you don't. If you win 45 to 10, well, you should have. If you win 24 to 13, well, what's wrong? By the way, I told you about which school spent the most 
on recruiting in the 2019 fiscal year. And I'm going to say this again. Texas spent a million two on recruiting in the 2019 fiscal year. That was only the 13th most spent on recruiting. Number one, Georgia. They spent over three and a half million dollars that year on recruiting. 1227, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. Prognostication Friday day. We'll give you an update on the weather from UF weather forecaster Megan Borowski later on. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Being careful these days with your budget doesn't mean you have to settle for inferior quality jewelry at a mall store. If you're used to shopping in malls and never been into an IDC before, I want to personally invite you in. International Diamond Center owner, Keith LeClaire. We've got something for everybody. It doesn't matter your budget. It doesn't matter if you need financing. We'll make it happen. As a manufacturing jeweler, IDC is able to cut out the middleman. Our diamond bracelets, we buy the bracelet, we buy the diamonds, we assemble it. Our diamond bands, we buy the mounting, we buy the diamonds, we assemble it. So you're cutting out all that 40% that's in the middle for these manufacturers. And that's for superior quality jewelry with free service for life. When you come into IDC, you're going to get better quality for less, period. International Diamond Center. The one thing I'll guarantee you is you will make a big financial mistake if you don't shop IDC. At Celebration Point or visit us online at shopidc.com. Football season is here. Time to let Electronics World upgrade your home entertainment so you can enjoy all the big games this fall. Hi, this is Tom Collette. Score big with a new Sony 4K Ultra HD TV or a custom-designed, professionally installed home theater from Electronics World. The winning team at EW can put you right on the 50-yard line in your own home. Come visit us today and see for yourself. Just off Newberry Road, west of I-75 near TJ Maxx or online at electronicsworld.net. Hey folks, it's Steve Russell for Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries, where you can walk up or drive through for the freshest burgers in town, made to order. They support local Florida cattle ranchers, and they still feature great milkshakes, including the Key Lime Shake. Outdoor patio umbrella seating is available, and if you're in a hurry, you can order online for a quick pickup at DickMondell's.com. Remember, open seven days a week. You can find them on Facebook and Instagram. The best burgers, shakes, and fries you'll eat at Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. Dr. Kim is so, she's spiritually and uh, personally and physically a beautiful person all the way around. That's what I admire most about her and that she's up on the latest techniques and everything that's going on in the field that I feel a lot of confidence in, and I just, I enjoy being around her and talking to her. How about Dr. Art? Well, I think the biggest thing is that, that he stays so far ahead of everyone else technically. You know, you, you don't worry about what he's doing in your mouth because it is the best. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. 
from the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. For our Friday afternoon, a mixture of sun and clouds, highs in the mid to upper 80s with scattered thunderstorms pushing inland from the first coast, impacting Alachua and Marion counties during the late afternoon, then pushing off the nature coast within a few hours of sunset. Again this afternoon and evening, spots farther north toward the Suwannee Valley and the Big Bend should stay dry. Overnight, mostly cloudy skies, lows tomorrow morning in the upper 60s and lower 70s. From the UF Weather Center, I'm Megan Borowski. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Matt. Belichick's an excellent coach. I would never doubt that. But we said he was the GOAT. If you're the GOAT, you've got to be doing a little better than this since Brady left. It's year three now. Stop! If, it's, you if stop you're the GOAT, Brady madness. If, you're, if you're the GOAT, you can't be the third best team in your division because the, your quarterback left three Look, years ago. Key, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. From the film room to every fourth down conversion, football lives here. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. Kansas Skaters got FSU, A&M, Auburn, Mississippi State, BYU, Ole Miss, Florida, 31-20. Richardson takes advantage of an awful defense, still makes a few mistakes that could cost us some points. If he plays a Utah-esque game, could get ugly early for the good guys. Expect to see special teams get after it finally. And he thinks Kansas is going to beat Houston, 42-30. Okay, Kansas Skater, thank you. Uh, Mark says Sumlin beat Bama in Tuscaloosa, so not much difference between Sumlin and Fisher. And then uh, Paul says FSU, Miami, Auburn, Mississippi State, BYU, Ole Miss, UF 28-14. Richardson bounces back, scores all the points, throws for one, rushes for three to give us confidence, a much-needed shot in the arm. Jeff, welcome to Sports Scene. Hey, Steve. Uh, you kind of stole my thunder a little bit. I was going to call in and and um, and say that Georgia was the number one team relative to spending on recruiting, and you mentioned that three point five million dollar figure. But you know what? You can't blame Georgia. That, no, because the ancillary booster income that's related to that had to be a, some multiple of that three point five million that, that they spent. Well, that's the other side of the equation that that we probably are not privy to, right? If you're spent, let me just throw a number out. If you're spending. $3 million, well, what does your booster take, you know, overall? How much money are you ra- are you fundraising, you know, a- as part of that? It may be a relatively small percentage of what that is. Those are the kinds of things we don't know, but still, that's a lot of money. That is indeed. Uh, you know, you, you mentioned, um, you mentioned uh, U- USF and some of their issues on defense, uh, obviously, they went going to the portal, and they got a couple of defensive linemen and a linebacker that they're all proud of. But Howard was able to run the ball on them pretty efficiently, and uh, so I, it's just hard to believe the Gators won't be able to, du- to duplicate what at least what Howard did. If they don't, um, there's trouble. That's right, exactly. Hey, let me ask you another question: Is is Naquan doesn't look quite as is uh, elusive and fast as he did last year. Do you think he's still like struggling 
with that uh, ACL injury. Um, could uh, be. Could be. Yeah. But he's such a leader on the team. I mean, you gotta you gotta have that guy integrated into the into the makeup. But Etienne and Johnson, that Etienne looks like a future NFL guy, and Johnson could as well. I mean, those guys are really good, and so I, I would expect a, a heavy dose of uh, the Gator running game this week. You would think so. Appreciate your call, Jeff. Thank you. Bring Kevin in. Hi, Kevin. Hey, Steve. Um, longtime fan of the show. Thank you. Program. Miss you and Larry Vitell, man. Grew up on you guys. Um, I guess my overall question is, at what level is the NFL responsible for this? I mean, they force – they don't allow a kid to come in until they've, you know, used up their college eligibility. I mean, you know, we're basically underwriting the minor league system for billionaires. Yeah. <laughs> well, but I mean, it's it's that way for in baseball. It's that way for basketball. You know, football just gets the, you know, the bigger notoriety. But it's the same in those other sports too. Well, no, no, you can go pro in baseball, right? I mean, they have a minor league system forever in baseball, right? I mean, and that's my point is that, you know, I guess college football was a sport before it was a professional sport, whereas it's the opposite with baseball and hockey, and so. We subsidize Jerry Jones's farm system for him. I mean, aren't these guys in the NFL? I mean, if we're, we're going to admit now that college football is literally a semi-pro sport, then the guys who benefit the most are the NFL owners. I mean, I'm, I'm a hypocrite, of course. I love college football, and I want to see the best players on the field, but at the same time, this isn't an issue with baseball and hockey because well, they've had a minor but it is, system. But it is because you're still they, – they may go to the minor leagues, but it's still a – use your word – a farm system for the pros because even, well, in, right. even in baseball, if they, they, if they go to the minor leagues, they still – they get their players in part from the college game. Right, they are allowed to recruit from the college game, but they can also, like Bob Feller, you can sign at 17 straight out of high school. And I mean, go, but but go know, where? Well, you go into the farm system. Right, which of the, of the major with. league team, which is the right, same exactly. thing. No, you're, you're missing my point, is that that is a farm system the major league owners pay for. The state of Florida doesn't pay for the Miami Marlins farm system. Well, the you state know, of Florida doesn't pay for the NFL either. Well, I know. What we're paying for is the minor league system for the NFL. The whole SEC, state of Alabama, is helping subsidize the NFL minor league system. You know, as the SEC has become the main farm system for the NFL, every state school that gets, you know, that our taxpayer dollars pay for, help pay for these schools but, but, as they should, they, we should not be... You know, at some point, NFL owners should also be on the hook just the way a major league owner has to pay for and manage his minor league franchise. You know, Jerry Jones gets a free pass. He doesn't have to pay for anything to upgrade the U of F facilities or the University of Alabama or University of Georgia facility. Neither do the New York Yankees. Right, but the New York Yankees definitely have to pay for their minor league system. The scout, but, but it's apples and oranges, Kevin. It, you're, you're, it's two different things. No, it's not. It's oh, okay, we'll agree to disagree. I, I think it is. 
Well, wait, wait, wait. No, Julio Jones is a type or Herschel Walker take it. He could have gone pro straight out of high school. There should have been a way. He should not. And the same with basketball. A kid should not be forced to go to college to get drafted into the pros. You should be able to go and either if they think you're good enough, they put you on the scout team for a year, but you shouldn't have to go to the University of Kentucky for a year and then get drafted. Well, in football, that, I think it's a bit – because, again, physically that's not going to happen. You know that. No 17-year-old well, is going to go from high school and play in the NFL. Well, I mean, there are types. I bet no, you know, no. Emmett Smith could have played. Didn't no, Emmett he could Smith not have played. He could not have played. Okay, but even if he couldn't have played, he was NFL close to ready. He should have been able to go to a minor – or a football scout team, a professional team – train with them for a year until he would, or even two. He shouldn't be forced to go to college to get to pro football. Nobody should. Okay. That's my point. I got you. That, Thanks, you know, Kevin. Appreciate your call. Thank you. Adam, welcome. Hey, Steve. Uh, appreciate your show today, man. Prognostication of Friday, baby. Let's get those picks out of the way, and then I got. I want to get after some of these issues, man. Penn State, Auburn. Uh, I got Auburn. Miami A&M. Miami, baby. FSU, Louisville. Louisville. Mississippi State, LSU. Mississippi State all day. BYU, Oregon. BYU. Ole Miss, Georgia Tech. Oof. That's a tough one. I'll take Ole Miss since we're not counting the points. Gator scoring why? Uh, Gator's going to win 38-17. See him bouncing back. Um, Why? I don't really know yet. Um, So... So you brought up some interesting points, though, Steve. Um, as far as the cap goes, I think uh, a point is being missed here. Um, you know, what about uh, Marshall? What about Appalachian State? What about Georgia Southern? If you put a cap, right, and I understand what you're saying, but if you put a cap, you have to go with the higher schools. you got to go with those schools that have the endowments to carry the highest cap, right? You're not going to tell Georgia that they can only spend $500,000. Why correct? not? You, well, you can't do that. Why not? What you, well, why? I'm going to tell you why. Because you, what are you going to do with the rest of the donor money and all, all the uh, alumni that are donating to your cause? What are you going to just say, hey, we're going to have a pool party and spend $15 million on no, it? No, they can actually keep it and maybe Ooh. donate it to something else. Well, then you're going to lose the donors. No, you're not. Donate yeah, it to so education. Do, Donate it to the College know. of Medicine. Donate it okay. to something like that. All right, let's. All right, I hear you. Let's 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 talk about a Georgia Southern or an App State just just knocked off Power Five teams, right? Let's talk about them. Maybe they have the capability of putting five hundred thousand, seven hundred fifty thousand because of their donor, right? And then you have a Georgia, you got an Alabama, you got a University of Florida that has the alumni and the donor association that's going to put in $15 million. If your cap is only five hundred grand, well, why no, not? No, no, no. I, I, no, no, no. Now I see what you're saying. No, I'm not suggesting yeah. that. Here's what I'm thinking. Somewhere in the middle here, okay? Let's okay. take, let's take, and let me, I'm throwing out some stupid number here, okay? Georgia Southern right. can, can raise $1 million, and the University of Georgia can raise $10 million, okay? Right. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying set it at $10 million, I'm not saying set it at $1 million. I'm saying 
set it at some more competitive. This will never happen. But set it at some more competitive level so those other schools can be more competitive. And, yeah, I, I know what people are going to tell me, just what you said. Look what, look what Appy State did. Look what Georgia Southern did. Look what Marshall right. did. Yes, right? But that doesn't happen right. very often. It would not happen on a regular basis if they were to play in the SEC or wherever. So I get all that. Okay, so you're saying set it somewhere in a medium range. I, I Okay, yeah. I, I understand. I'm like, I'm thinking that, you know, whatever, but we won't go down that road. Yeah, okay, and my, and my thing in that, knowing Adam, it'll never happen, number one. And number two, I'm just saying that I guess if nobody cares that, you know, Texas is spending, you know, three million or two or three million dollars a year to give a high school recruit, you know, steak tartare, then that's fine. Then all, all good. Yeah, and, and like you said, it, it, it'll never happen. And as far as your last caller goes, I think he's completely missing the mark. It's a system. The, the you know the, the football is set up differently than baseball, hockey, volleyball, soccer, all of that. Football is the you know that's the bus driver for for these uh, athletic programs across the country. So I I don't know what he was talking about, but um, all right, that, real quick, real quick. Give me a little bit, minute, man. I don't. Adam, I've given you a lot. I got a caller, so make it quick. All right, I'm gonna make it quick. Listen, I always, if you know me, you know that what I always look at when it comes to a coach, and I'm not down Billy Billy Napier. After I think he's a great fit for our program. I think he's going to be here for ten years and, and get us great championships. However, just because it was two games doesn't mean that we can't look at things like clock management, timeout management and being complimentary to what's going on on the field in every single game. I think he has the potential to do that. However, two games do raise some red flags when you're you, – when you're, I, I, I can give up the fourth and three and whatever, but when it comes to fourth and six and your defense is doing so well and you have three timeouts, I think that's an issue, and I hope he checks himself. Go Gators, 38-17, baby. All right, Let's go. Adam, thank you. 1245 time check brought to you by Hayes Chilowee. More of your calls on Prognostication Friday, ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WYUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Molly Cooper. With two games as head coach under his belt, Billy Napier and the Gators will face the USF Bulls on Saturday, September 17th in the Swamp. Live coverage of the game begins here at 3.30 tomorrow. SEC play starts tonight for the Gators soccer team as they face the reigning SEC champions, Tennessee Volunteers, on the pitch. Head coach Samantha Bohan and her team are currently 2-5 and five and look to improve on their record. Coverage of the game starts here at 6.50. Number 16 Florida Gators Volleyball travels to Madison, Wisconsin to play in a top 20 matchup against the number 4 Wisconsin Badgers tonight. For high school football, Hawthorne makes their way down to Orlando to take on Orlando Christian Prep at 7 tonight. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Molly Cooper. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Steve Russell here for Scott Caldwell with your home sold guaranteed realty. Are you considering selling your home? Have you received your upfront written agreement that guarantees the sale of your home at your price? That's exactly what you get from Scott Caldwell and your home sold guaranteed realty. His upfront written guarantee says this, your home 
will sell at your price and in your time frame or Scott will buy it. Now, having that upfront written guaranteed sale allows you to shop for your next home knowing your present home is guaranteed to sell. As well, you benefit from the peace of mind knowing you're going to get uh, the price in your time frame as well. Also included in Scott's written guarantee is this promise. You always get the highest price. You see, if at any time a better offer comes along, you get the higher offer, not Scott's guarantee. Take it from me. Call Scott Caldwell. Find out what this is. You'll be glad you did. 352-209-0000. Or visit CaldwellHasTheBuyers.com. Summer's over, but that joint pain is still there. Time to do something about it. Hey, it's Steve Russell. I want you to call QC Kinetics now. You've put it off long enough. It's time to get real lasting relief from chronic pain in your knees, back, shoulder, and hips. QC Kinetics can get you moving again with cutting-edge regenerative treatments. No drugs, no downtime, no surgery. Regenerative medicine uses highly concentrated healing properties from your own body that restore and repair damaged joint tissue. And QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in this exciting breakthrough natural approach to eliminating joint pain. Lots of people have done this, and they're living life to the fullest, pain-free. Don't assume the old ways of dealing with joint pain are the only ways. Call QC Kinetics today for a free consultation. In Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, a totally free consultation. 352-400-4550. 352-400-4550. QC Kinetics. 352-400-4550. Spurrier's Gridiron Grill is a special type of place for Gator fans and fans of great food, which is why we've made every day special. Join us on Martini Tuesdays for half off our handcrafted martinis and Wine Wednesdays, where you can enjoy a bottle of wine for 50% off. And of course, don't forget the incredible Spurrier's Gridiron Grill brunch every Saturday and Sunday. Spurrier's Gridiron Grill, the hottest restaurant in Florida, in the heart of Gator Nation. And you can now purchase our merchandise at the restaurant or online at shop.spurriers.com. Driving a truck or bus is a very demanding job. It can keep you on the road for long periods and at night, which can affect your sleep quality. Sleep loss or fatigue can cause symptoms similar to impaired driving. Get enough sleep before you drive. Be aware of signs of fatigue, such as frequent yawning, heavy eyes, or blurred vision. Don't keep on trucking when you're tired. Take a break. Don't drive drowsy. For information, visit FLHSMV.gov. Brought to you by the Florida Highway Patrol, Office of Commercial Vehicle Enforcement. Direct Auto Insurance is for uncompromisers. With savings of up to $1,044 per year when you switch to Direct Auto, you can stop compromising and keep driving. Get a free quote at directauto.com. Data from August 2021. New customer survey. Savings, if any, vary. How you buy can affect price. National General Group, Winston-Salem. Hey, folks, it's Steve Russell from my friends at Southeast Car Agency in Gainesville, 310 Northeast 39th Avenue. They've been in business, family-owned and operated, for over 40 years. And in all that time... They've done one thing. They've given you the best alternative you have to purchasing a new vehicle. The cream of the crop and late model, low mileage vehicles. They do their best to get the best selection and the best quality vehicles every single day. Check them out today. Southeast Car Agency in Gainesville. The future is now. Gators battled the USF Bulls inside the swamp. 10 to the 5. Chomp, chomp, chomp. Touchdown, Gators. 
kickoff is set for 7.30 Eastern, 6.30 Central, with pregame coverage beginning at 4.30 Eastern, 3.30 Central, right here on your home for Florida Gators football. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM. WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is University of Florida President Kent Fox, and you're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. You know, and I, I'm going to just say this to my, my previous caller about uh, his point about, you know, kids being restricted. Um, well, first of all, what about basketball? Until recently, if you were in high school, where could you go to play? Right? There was no league, no, no farm system in the NBA. Right? Correct me if I'm wrong. But up until recently, there was none. Tampa Mike says... It's unfair to restrict these kids from a right to earn if they wish to go straight to the NFL out of high school, they should be able to. No, they should not. Here's why. It's the same thing in the NBA. The power is with the league, not the high schooler. The NBA votes. The NBA decides what the rule is going to be for college kids or high school kids to go to the league. Do you folks understand that? The power is with the league, not with the kid. If you disagree, please tell me. And he said that should be their decision in the N- and, and the NFL's. It's the NFL's decision. It's definitely the NFL's decision. He said, as some of the same arguments used in basketball years ago, many of these kids are forced into college so they have no other choice. Exactly. Because the NBA dictates that. Well, now you have the G League. Now you can go and enter into that. That was the NBA's decision, in part, and the G League formed. Now, if some minor league wants to form... Uh, that wants to put these players in the minor league. And also this, be careful what you ask for. Because if that happens, you then drain the talent at the college level. And if that's what you want, uh, if you don't like the NFL now, you'll hate it if that happens. Austin, welcome. Hey, Steve. How's it going? Good. Um, Yeah, you know, I'd like to chime in on this discussion real quick. You know, I'm all for the NIL. I think it's a great thing. You know, the student athletes are getting paid for their uh, name, image, and likeness and all that stuff. But, you know, I, it does bother me, though, that they're making all this money. You know, I, I think that, you know, it blurs the line between student athlete and professional. You know, and I, I think that there has to be a cap on that, or that there has to be some sort of, you know, regulation in there because just now it's the wild, wild west. Uh, do you foresee any of that happening, or do you think it's just going to kind of evolve the way it is without any sort of regulation it's going to evolve and i think there's going to be some kind of regulation now what that is 
you know, how it's constructed, how it's done, I'm not sure. But I think most people from coaches to uh, the leagues feel that there has to be some kind of regulation with this. I think it's going to take a while to develop, however. Right. I agree. And, you know, like most things, you know, we'll see what happens. But um, I'd like to uh, get the picks in as well. Okay. Uh, Ole Miss, Georgia Tech. Uh, I'm going to go uh, Ole Miss. BYU, Oregon. Uh, BYU. Mississippi State, LSU. Uh, I like LSU in this one. Penn State, Auburn. Uh, I'm going to go uh, Penn State. Miami A&M. Uh, I think Miami wins. FSU, Louisville. Uh, I'm going to go uh, FSU. Score the Gator game and why? I'm going to say uh, 49-14 Florida. Uh, I think the offense and Anthony Richardson gets his confidence back, and uh, I think our defense is just too much for their offense. And uh, Go Gators, Steve. Thank yep. you. Austin, thank you for your call. John will be our final caller of the hour. What's up? Yes, yeah, real quick, Steve. I'll go ahead and get my picks. Okay. FSU Louisville. Uh, actually, I'm going to go Louisville. Miami A&M. I think uh, Miami, I've been really impressed with them. They struggled a little bit last week, but they, they acquit them, so I think Miami wins big. Penn, big? Okay. Penn State Auburn. Uh, Penn State. Mississippi State LSU. I think uh, Mississippi State pulls the upset uh, in in Baton Rouge. I'm going to say Mississippi State. BYU, Oregon. Uh, Oregon. Ole Miss, Georgia Tech. Ole Miss. Gator scoring wide. I'm going to say 38 to 20. I think Florida equipped himself a little bit better, but I think uh, USF kind of, you know, gets a couple of late touchdowns in the end and makes it close. So I, I'm not really close, but they kind of make themselves look respectable. So I say 38 20 Gators. Okay. Hey, have a good one, man. Yep. Thank you, John. Appreciate the call. Uh, let's see here. A couple of emails to end. Mike says, Anthony Richardson's body language looked like he didn't want to be in, in the game from the opening snap last week. It's funny. A few weeks ago, anybody who criticized Anthony Richardson was thought to be some kind of odd dude. One game can change that. I don't know what was going on emotionally for Anthony, he says. Hope he's gotten some help. That was one of the worst performances from a Gator quarterback in recent memory. Hmm. Okay. By the way, I'm doing something I never do. I'm looking ahead a little bit. I want you to look at Florida, Tennessee, historically, in this century and go back and look how many times Florida has won in Knoxville since 2000. There used to be an old show called the Beverly Hillbillies and Jethro Bodine was on the Beverly Hillbillies and he used to do some saffron. Well, I did a little saffron myself and I think, I think I'm right Florida has only lost in Knoxville twice in this century. In this century. Yeah. Tony, that's next week. Tony says, FSU A&M. He said, lost in this is that App State's pretty good. Yeah, they are. Uh, Penn State, LSU, Ole Miss, BYU, Gators, 38-17. Whole hum game looking ahead to Tennessee. Yeah, if Appy State, I mean, if they hadn't given up 60-something points, they'd have beaten North Carolina. Um, so, yeah. Uh, thank you, Tony. 
All right. Swamp Train, i got to have you wait a little bit or call back because Megan Borowski is going to come on top of the hour here, UF weather forecaster, and give you her fearless prediction on the weather, not only for tomorrow but the rest of today. And we'll do that in hour number two on this Prognostication Friday. Love the calls. Love the conversation. Keep it up in hour number two. You're listening to ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Come back and join us for hour Number two. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Hurricane season is here, and now is the time to make a plan and secure your home. Take inventory of your home's hurricane preparedness kit. Don't forget about your pets. Even if you evacuate, secure your home's windows and doors from the storm. Being prepared helps protect your family and home. This hurricane season, don't delay. Make a plan today. Know your zone, know your home. Learn more at floridadisaster.org. This message is sponsored by the Florida Division of Emergency Management, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. College football season is here, and there's lots of great plays being made. Hey, it's Steve Russell. Let me tell you about one of my favorite plays when it comes to my automobile. I take it to Dave Mays Automotive. Why? Because I trust the team to treat me and my vehicle with respect, integrity, and honesty. If you're tired of being treated like a number at the chain stores, make a great play and head to Dave Mays Automotive, located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive in the industrial complex behind the Sunnies on Waldo Road. Brakes, AC, oil changes, tires, engine and transmission work, and of course, their famous bug check. Modern to import, diesel trucks and fleet service, they do it all. Learn more at DaveMaysAutomotive.com. Dave Mays Automotive, we get the bugs, all of them bugs, out of your car. As a small business owner, you've got ings to do. That's why the UPS Store is here to help. From printing to shredding, even mailboxing, you can get every ing your small business needs all done in one trip, saving you time for all your other ings, like professional photo taking or just enjoying family dinner. The UPS Store, every ing for small business all in one place. The UPS Store. The UPS store locations are independently owned. Products, services, pricing, and hours may vary. See Center for Details. In 1971, we established the Meldon Law Firm, and since that time, the firm has been dedicated to getting the justice our clients deserve after being seriously injured in an accident. Our commitment to this community is paramount, and we won't back down in representing our clients. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators, now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Welcome to Hour 2 of Sports Scene for this Friday. Of course, you know it is Prognostication Friday. Christina is producing today. And uh, as we always do at this time, we bring in UF weather forecaster Megan Borowski to tell you about not only the weather for tomorrow, but the rest of today. Mm-hmm. So let's start with today. Uh, it's nice and sunny out here. Yeah. What's the rest of the day well, look like? Well, on the radar, it's sunny right here over campus. But just to our south, we do have a little downpour that's popped up uh, near Payne's Prairie along I-75 if you're driving by mile marker 374. 
you are dealing with downpours right now. I can that? give you that wow. exact of information. Very nice. We do have a chance for a couple of showers moving on inland from the first coast later on this afternoon, but really the best chance is going to be south toward Lake and Sumter counties. That's where we've got this stalled front that has just been parked overhead the past couple of days. And in the vicinity of that front, we've got a lot of humidity to our south, less moisture to our north. So the Swanee Valley is looking good with like zero rain chances. Well, it's never zero, but low rain chances. And we're kind of in the middle here where we could get something, but we very well could not. So. The middle of the state down is getting hammered, right? Yeah, yeah. So they are south of that frontal boundary. There's a good deal of moisture overhead. They're getting flow from the Gulf of Mexico. The boundary is helping to kick up showers and storms. So um, yeah, flooding rainfall rates possible at times in those areas. But it's good news for the Treasure Coast and the Gold Coast. They need the rain. They're under a drought. So it's okay. definitely decent for them. All right. Well, tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Everybody's going to be sick of me saying this. Um, but again, it's looking like tailgates might be impacted. But as we get into the evening, things should settle down. I was just talking with you on the break. Um, we're looking at the models couple of spotty showers during the middle part of the afternoon, really east of I-75, but we could get lightning and gusty winds from them. If you're tailgating outside, again, you might have to move inside. But toward uh, kickoff and after that, maybe a stray shower around, but overall, it's looking good. Now, being in this state for a long time, mm -hmm. isn't the rainy season here close to ending? Yeah, so it depends on exactly where in the state you are, but generally as we get toward the end of September, the uh, start and middle of October, we start to transition out of that summertime rainy pattern into the drier pattern. So we're almost there. Um, we have a break next week. We're, we're in Tennessee, I believe. Um, so perhaps when we're back home here, we'll actually be transitioning out. Um, it is coming to an end. It's we're just not there yet. And that's going to be a noon game. Um, ah, okay. when, when Eastern Washington comes here. Uh, so it's going to be an early day. We'll see um, what happens. Yep. Yeah. Uh, last question. Mm -hmm. um, in the tropics, yeah. it's been quiet. Knock on wood. Yes. But we do have Tropical Storm Fiona, and that is uh, just east of the Leeward Islands right near now near uh, Barbados. Expected to move across those islands today track toward Puerto Rico and Hispaniola over the weekend and then the official forecast track takes it hooking northward toward Turks and Caicos and then in the Bahamas. Um, it is expected according to the latest forecast to actually strengthen into a hurricane um, but again looks like it should stay offshore but there's a lot of uncertainty in the models really past the weekend so we can't say that Florida is in the clear yet um, but there's no reason to ring the alarm bells yet either so something we're watching um, and I always say everybody to just keep monitoring the forecast and have your hurricane plans ready. Okay. Appreciate you, girl. Thank you. Thanks, Steve. That is UF weather forecaster Megan Borowski telling you about the rest of today and for the game tomorrow. All right. Prognostication Friday today. We're picking FSU Louisville, Penn State Auburn, Miami A&M, Mississippi State LSU, BYU Oregon, Ole Miss Georgia Tech, and score the Gator game in Y, 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Art says Louisville, Mississippi State, Auburn, BYU, Ole Miss, Miami, Florida, 42-17. to 17. Williams says, I think everybody understands, leagues collectively bargain on when players can enter the draft. That is so true. Um, so when you said to the emailer, no, they should not, when being able to go straight from high school to the respective league, you're really telling somebody they're wrong on an opinion based on, no, it's not my opinion. It's not my opinion, William, okay? I could give a damn whether they go or not. 
If a 17-year-old wants to go to the NFL, go. My point is that leagues right now don't allow it. And if you want to tell me it doesn't mean there's a correct way to do it, well, that's your opinion. That's your opinion, William, there's a correct way to do it. Okay? Maybe they don't feel there's a way to do it at all. Right? He says he likes the way baseball does it. Okay, great. I like vanilla ice cream and Christina likes chocolate perhaps. But until somebody changes the rules, that's what it is. So don't act like these kids are indentured servants. They're not. Okay? Just because you can't play in a pro league right away doesn't make you that. But if there's a way to change it and somebody wants to do it, I'm going to say it again. The leagues control it. And the players in the league control it. There's, and let's be honest. Is a 17-year-old kid now more physically developed than a 17-year-old kid 20 years ago, 30 years ago? Yes. Absolutely. Okay? So does that mean that a physically developed 17-year-old, 18-year-old couldn't go from, you know, Gainesville High School to, you know, Seattle? Yeah. But it ain't going to happen until it's bargained. So, you know, we can pontificate on it all we want, but that's just the way that it is. 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. And I don't know where that even uh, got brought up, but it is an interesting topic. But it's just, I, I don't know how to put it. It's almost like a restriction of free trade, right? Because that, that's why leagues are different. And maybe the day will come when maybe somebody will sue the NFL and say, why can't I go? Maybe so. Um, BB says, concerning all the college recruiting and building money being spent, let's just say the situation's messed up beyond all recognition. And once again, I'm going to go back to the argument that some are making about you know, being able to go to the NFL. If you are a ticket holder, if you're, if you're going to go that route, as a ticket holder, don't whine and complain. Your ticket prices are higher because of all the money that's being spent on these facilities. That's the cost of doing business, isn't it? Just saying. He says, want to bet Arch will be making more than some starting NFL quarterbacks. Uh, he doesn't think George is going to cover the spread against Carolina. Um, A&M beats Miami, Ole Miss. Mississippi State wins and looks the best it has in years. Auburn, FSU, he's a Saints dude. Uh, sadly, Saints 24, Bucks 31. And he fears a close game. Not sure where their heads and hearts are yet. Gators 27 and South Florida 20. Okay? We'll find out. Uh, all right, Bill emails. Uh, he says, Steve, I want to get a little off topic here and ask you a question about college football in general. With the expansion uh, and with more teams in the playoff, 
that certainly means more teams get in. But do you think those teams will come mostly from the SEC? Well, remember, conference champions get in, and then there's at-large teams. If I had to guess that of those at-large teams, would the, mo- would the majority come from the SEC? I would think yes. I- I'm not sure what leads me to change that, but we'll see. Jeff emails, why can't the Colts beat the Jaguars? Isn't that something? It's amazing how the Jaguars have owned the Colts and very few other teams. But yeah, the way it's been. Paul says, what does Ventrell Miller being out mean for the Gator defense? Um, I don't know if it'll make that much difference tomorrow. Could it make a difference in Knoxville? If that's the case, yeah, it could. Now remember, Tennessee plays a similar team in Akron. And Akron has trouble defensively, at least they have early on. So we'll see what happens there. Eric, I've been saving these emails. He says, uh, Gators win 31-10. I hope the Gator defense is better this week. They'll need to be when going to Rocky Top. He didn't give me any any other games. He just gave me that one. Um, all right, Christina, go ahead and get that call. We'll get that before we uh, hit the break here. And, again, a reminder, Gator soccer tonight. Tomorrow our football coverage begins at 3.30. You can see Shane Matthews and yours truly at the University of Florida Bookstore. You can come by and say hello. Prime time. Talk to me. Steve, how you doing? Long time no here. Yeah, man. How are you? Pretty good. Pretty good. Man, you know, I'm actually surprised watching you Gators this year, man. Y'all actually like a good team. Uh, no match for the Seminoles this year, but I, I actually watch, enjoy watching Anthony Richardson throw the ball around. How you feel about yourself this weekend? Well, I mean, South Florida is a team that Florida should beat. But now the next week you go to Tennessee, mm-hmm. that'll be obviously, you know, a much bigger test. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Now, so, look, uh, th- here's the thing, though. For Gator fans, not me, Gator fans, <clears throat> I think they're concerned about Anthony Richardson because of what – happened a week ago so what adjustments does he make what adjustments does the staff make you know offensively to see if they can sort of get him back on the right track you know the difference between a utah game and a kentucky game where he scrambled more with utah you know he's a dual threat quarterback you know i feel uh napier should just let him scramble more just let him play his game. Don't make him into a stand-in pocket quarterback. See, hey, I, I don't think me. they did that. I mean, he did throw the ball way more than I thought mm-hmm. they were going to throw it. But here's 
I don't know this, primetime, but think about this. If I'm going to defend Anthony Richardson, right, and he's doing yeah. reads, he's reading whether to keep it, throw it, hand it off, right? Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. if I design the read to make him think he needs to keep it, that's exactly what I'm sorry, where he's not going to keep it, that's exactly what I want to have happen because he's keying on the read. So yeah. I think Kentucky did a really nice job with that. I don't know that, but I've been told that, that one of the things they were able to accomplish with him was to have his key be a false read, so to speak, and him not keep it to run. We'll see if that changes. Gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, we'll, we'll be looking for that tomorrow, man. Until then, you can watch my Seminoles beat up on Louisville tonight. Yeah, well, we'll we'll see about that. <laughs> All right, man. Thanks, Prime Time. Right, Appreciate you. Yeah. Thank you. One fifteen time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, ninety eight one FM, eight fifty AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN, ninety eight one FM, eight fifty AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Alex Wynn. The USF Bulls enter the swamp tomorrow to face the 18th-ranked Florida Gators who are coming off of a 10-point loss to Kentucky last week. Tune into our coverage tomorrow starting at 3.30. Tune into our coverage tonight at 6.50 for an SEC clash as the Gators soccer team faces the Tennessee Volunteers at Disney Stadium. Also tonight, the Gators' 16th-ranked volleyball squad played their second top-five match of the season against the fourth-ranked Wisconsin Badgers. And in high school football tonight, Two undefeated squads face off as the Eastside Rams face the Bradford Tornadoes. Also, P.K. Young plays Union County, Holes plays Creekside, and Oak Hall faces Riverside Christian. I'm Alex Wynn, and that's your Gainesville Sports Center. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. For a long time now, I've been driving a car purchased at Southeast Car Agency here in Gainesville, 310 Northeast 39th Avenue. The first time... I went to Southeast Car Agency. I wasn't sure what to expect because all they had there and all they still have there are late model, low mileage vehicles, the best of those. And I thought, I'm not sure about this. Well, it didn't take me long to realize the quality of those vehicles was really good. The variety of the vehicles was really good. Different price points, different size engines, all of that, different makes and models, and a sales staff that I was impressed with because they never tried to hard sell me anything. They let me look at the vehicles, test drive the vehicles I wanted, and let me make the decision on the vehicle that best suited me. They'll do the very same thing for you. You can also go online at secars.com, and you can check out the vehicles that way as well. But when you go see the Cousins family in person, make sure and tell them Sports Scene sent you to the good people at Southeast Car Agency. Fantasy football leagues are won on the waiver wire and with trades and with savvy starter sit decisions. The Fantasy Football Today podcast will help you along the way with the best advice on how to manage your team and dominate your league. With eight episodes per week, Fantasy Football Today is the only resource you'll need. Start sit, grade the trade, fantasy cops to settle your league disputes, and so much more. Check out Fantasy Football Today anywhere podcasts are found. Hello, friend. Al Purnell here, the 
sausage man. For Purnell's Old Folks Country Sausage. People ask me how Old Folks Sausage got its name. Well, Old Folks was my daddy's nickname. He got it when he was a little boy, being around the old folks and listening to their stories and learning things. That's how he learned to make great tasting sausage the old time way. And that's still how we make it today. Try Purnell's Old Folks Country Sausage, because it's good. Hey, it's Steve Russell. I recently spoke to my friend and trusted realtor, Scott Caldwell, owner of your home sold guaranteed realty. As the real estate market continues to shift and home sellers like you have serious questions about when to sell and for how much, or what if you need to buy and you also have a home to sell? This is why you need to get to know Scott Caldwell like I have. He's a great guy. The only agent I would trust to sell my home because he's helped hundreds of families this year alone. Trust Scott to help you sell fast and for the most money, no matter what your situation is. Scott has upfront written guarantees and thousands of buyers giving you the added confidence to sell right now. In fact, Scott will sell your home at your agreed-to price and time frame, or he'll buy it. Call Scott Caldwell today, 352-209-0000. That's 352-209-0000, or visit CaldwellHasTheBuyers.com. Summer's over, but that joint pain is still there. Time to do something about it. Hey, it's Steve Russell. I want you to call QC Kinetics now. You've put it off long enough. It's time to get real lasting relief from chronic pain in your knees, back, shoulder, and hips. QC Kinetics can get you moving again with cutting-edge regenerative treatments. No drugs, no downtime, no surgery. Regenerative medicine uses highly concentrated healing properties from your own body that restore and repair damaged joint tissue. And QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in this exciting breakthrough natural approach to eliminating joint pain. Lots of people have done this, and they're living life to the fullest, pain-free. Don't assume the old ways of dealing with joint pain are the only ways. Call QC Kinetics today for a free consultation. In Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, a totally free consultation. 352-400-4550. 352-400-4550. QC Kinetics. 352-400-4550. The Mary Wise Show, Monday evenings at 7, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. It's the Dean of Sports Talk in Gainesville, Steve Russell, on ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM, WRUF. I mentioned this before, that song... Smoke on the Water really happened. That was a real incident that took place with Deep Purple. All right, we're going to get Cattleman first. Hello there. Hey, Steve, uh, Tennessee Mike. Oh. we, we got to break you off this Southern Rock, you New Yorkers digging the Southern Rock. It all came out of Jacksonville. Well, it didn't all come out of Jacksonville, but okay. Well, I mean, it, it kind of did, didn't it, Steve? I think most of, most of the good Southern Rock came okay. out of Okay, Mike, you didn't call about that. What do, what do you need? <laughs> Now, i got a question for you about Mike Leach, Steve, but I heard a disgusting thing coming out of Oklahoma. Have you seen this report that Oklahoma could have saved $7.5 million if they waited eight days to fire Scott Frost? You mean Nebraska? Yeah, excuse me. Yeah, I saw that. Um, Here's something kind of disgusting. Let's face it, Steve, tough times for a lot of people these days economically. It wasn't... Uh, passion or uh, bad blood. It was they wanted to give him a seven and a half million dollar kiss. They wanted to pay him that extra money. Well, let's let's try the other way, okay? 
remember, they 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 felt they had to fire him right away, and the league is so flush with money now they can afford it. Uh, the whole the whole deal is apparently uh, Scott Frost won, worked, rearranged his deal last year, um, and uh, they um, they they gave him the kiss. They they gave him a little seven and a half million dollar going away present. He won a Heisman Trophy for him, right? Okay. Single moms can't buy a formula, but we he didn't, didn't win a Heisman Trophy. But he didn't win a Heisman Trophy, but that's okay. Okay, he won a he won a national championship, whatever he did. Single moms can't buy a formula, but we can give them $7.5 million, Scott Frost, as Don King said. Well, but great. is it okay to spend $3 million a year on recruiting if, if single moms can't afford I, money? I just, I just found it rather disgusting that, you know, $7.5 million. No, I'm just – answer my question. It's the same thing. It's modern-day Babylon to answer your question. Well, okay. So, I mean, that's just how this is. Yeah, I mean, just what, what if I took that seven and a half million dollars and gave it to some charity or Goodwill or something? Well, what if you took a buyout that that schools are paying ridiculous money for and gave it to a charity? I agree with you hundred percent. Okay. Hey, Steve, one question on Mike Leach. Um, Mike Leach has been sitting there at Washington State forever. Any SEC school could have hired him. Tennessee tried to hire him, of, of, to name one school. Um, some people think he's a great coach. Other people say it's a gimmick. Um, I think he's got a great shot to take out LSU, and I think he's better than probably half the league's coaches. What do you think about Mike Leach as a coach, and what kind of shot do you give uh, Mississippi State Saturday night and enjoy the weekend? Okay, same to you. Um, I I think Mississippi State's going to win because he has a terrific quarterback, and they are on – remember, was it last year when early in the year he wouldn't run the ball? and I mean, they were horrible. And then he fixed it. And now uh, he's got a he's recruited there. Uh, he's quirky, and that's why you know. And look, if you're in this world of what have you won? What's he won? But it's hard to win in that division when you have Nick Saban there. But Mississippi State's a good football team, and I think they're going to beat LSU. Andrew, hello. Yeah, you got that last statement right, Steve. Uh, he's quirky and. Uh, Probably one of the funniest interviewee, interviewers that uh, I've, I've heard in a long time. And that guy goes off on tangents like no tomorrow. But anyway, uh, about the Gators, um, I think I heard earlier, and, you know, that's okay to be a Seminole and everything. I think your team is great and all. But uh, if Anthony Richardson doesn't go through those progressions, and this is what they practice, they don't practice during the week, Anthony Richardson, to go out there and scramble around. Although he has that capability, uh, I feel, in my opinion, that's a really good way to get that guy hurt. Anyway, the next well, thing. But, well, but let, let me let me yeah. stop you there, okay? All right. If, if you, granted, he's been a little injury prone despite his mm-hmm. physical size and attributes. But if his, let's take his name out of it, and let's say, you know, Joe Smith is that quarterback. If, you're, if that quarterback is not yet at a point where he's a particularly great thrower and not a particularly great reader of defenses, and his calling card is, you know, running, well, then you got to do that. You can't worry about an injury. You can't worry about that. 
No, you can't worry about that, but but it's it's something that I feel like the coaches, um, they're not just going to throw them out there to draw up plays in the sand, Steve. And those progressions, in my opinion, are needed and necessary, even though sometimes he's going to get tricked by a, a few crafty coaches here and there placing players in the right gap. I just think it, that, that we have to develop that passing game, how, albeit intermediate, we might not be a vertical team ever. But uh, like Dee was saying earlier, we've got to wake up a few of those D-backs because packing in the uh, eight-man fronts and nine-man fronts, that's that's a little more than a challenge that i like to see happen. Okay. Thank you, Andrew. Appreciate your call. Uh, by the way, for Mississippi State, I've I, I, I written this down um, because I, I do like what Leach has done. Following last year, they were the uh, third most improved scoring offense in the SEC and the tenth most improved naturally, uh, nationally. So pretty good. And they went from 21 points to 30 points a game. So, and I think this year they're going to better that. 128, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. We'll get to Mark and David next, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Live from Weimar Hall on the campus of the University of Florida, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Radiant Credit Union could cover your car payments for a whole year. Are you listening? A year! We don't want to be responsible for any FOMO or the complex emotions you might go through if you miss out. So, here's your heads up. Right now, you can save big with a Radiant Credit Union auto loan at an amazingly low rate. Plus, no payments for 90 days. And you could win your car payments for a year. But hurry, this offer ends September 30th. Visit RadiantCU.org slash autoloan and get started. Federally insured by NCUA. No purchase necessary. See website for contest rules. Fall is coming up fast. That means football, the World Series, and trees. Fall is a great time to get your trees ready for winter. And Daughtry Tree Service, the tree service people, are standing by to help you with tree removal, trimming, pruning, and more. 30-plus years of experience means even your toughest tree, stump, or debris removal project is no match for the experts at Daughtry Tree Service. Serving Alachua County and surrounding areas. Call today for a free estimate. At Daughtry Tree Service, there is no tree too tall. We do them all. Hey, Steve Russell here for the Road Heaver Boys Ranch in Palatka. This facility houses at-risk young boys from troubled homes and is sustained by donated cars, trucks, boats, RVs, or any vehicle. Donations tax-deductible and go a long way towards helping these boys learn real-life skills by repairing the vehicles and reselling them. A real win-win. The Road Heaver Boys Ranch has been helping boys for over 70 years. They need your help. So please consider donating your unused or unwanted vehicle. Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org and learn more. We know that we can depend on Gator Nation to step up when you're needed. The Roadheaver Boys Ranch has been helping at-risk young boys from troubled homes for over 70 years, and they need your help now more than ever. So please consider donating your car, truck, boat, RV, or any vehicle to help these boys. They learn real-life skills by repairing them and reselling them to sustain the facility. Donations are tax-deductible. Cash donations accepted also. Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org to learn more. Thanks again. 
Warriors Gridiron Grill is a special type of place for Gator fans and fans of great food, which is why we've made every day special. Join us on Martini Tuesdays for half off our handcrafted martinis and Wine Wednesdays, where you can enjoy a bottle of wine for 50% off. And of course, don't forget the incredible Spurrier's Gridiron Grill brunch every Saturday and Sunday. Spurrier's Gridiron Grill, the hottest restaurant in Florida in the heart of Gator Nation. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. Since 1971, Meldon Law has been dedicated to giving back to our community with programs like Law Talk Live on the Sky every Saturday at 1030. You can also join our podcast, Meldon Law and Friends, every Tuesday at 4 p.m. on Facebook, YouTube, and 37 other audio platforms. Meldon Law, the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators, now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City. We're all on this planet together, so join Odyssey and find your one thing. Fruits and vegetables are very environmentally friendly foods. Make them even more friendly by eating them in season. Join Odyssey, and together each of us doing one thing makes a greener tomorrow. What's your one thing? From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. For our Friday afternoon, a mixture of sun and clouds, highs in the mid to upper 80s with scattered thunderstorms pushing inland from the first coast, impacting Alachua and Marion counties during the late afternoon, then pushing off the nature coast within a few hours of sunset. Again this afternoon and evening, spots farther north toward the Swanee Valley and the Big Bend should stay dry. Overnight, mostly cloudy skies, lows tomorrow morning in the upper 60s and lower 70s. From the UF Weather Center, I'm Megan Borowski. And now... Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. I don't want to kick a 64-yarder on the road. It, once again, if I have a backup quarterback or a quarterback who's not great, then I'll accept that. I have Russell Wilson. You make the trade because you want this situation. You want fourth and five. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. Monday Night Football, Thursday Night Football, and Sunday Night Football. The NFL in primetime lives right here. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world with the WRUF radio app. Sports Scene with Steve Russell on ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM, WRUF. Scott has FSU, A&M, Penn State, BYU, Ole Miss. Gators win 38-17. It's like the big brother beating up on little brother, but even little bro gets some licks in before mom gets called. Uh, Charles says, thanks for hosting sports in all these years. Gators bounce back tomorrow. Lots of players will see playing time both sides of the ball. Florida 52-10. to Mark, welcome to the show. Hey, Steve. It's a great time to be a New York City uh... New York baseball fan, isn't it? We got the uh, Yankees with Aaron Judge, Brett Birdie. He's going to bust through Roger Maris' record. We've got the Mets who are looking real good. Uh, even uh, our, our own our own uh, uh, players hitting three, 35 home runs there. 
So we're looking at I, I foresee a subway series. How about you? I don't. I don't. I, I think I think the Astros give the Yankees real trouble. Um, so if it, if it gets that far and they meet, I think the Astros beat them. Um, and I don't think the Mets hit well enough. Uh, the Mets, I mean, every team can be pitched to, but the Mets are very vulnerable to that. And uh, Je- that's, Jeff that, that's my word. Jeff McNeil, he can hit anything. That guy is a fantastic hitter. Uh, they've got a couple uh, Lindor's doing real well right now. They, they, I think they're hitting on all cylinders right now. Well, they're not. They just got swept by the Cubs, and they scored six runs in three games, although they won last yeah, night. They, yeah, they, they crushed the Pittsburgh last yeah. night. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with uh, Louisville, uh, 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 Oregon, Miami. What are my other choices? Uh, Penn State, Auburn. Uh, going with Auburn. Mississippi State, LSU. Mississippi State. Ole Miss, Georgia Tech. Ole Miss. And Gators scoring Y. Uh, Gators twenty one, uh, fl- uh, South Florida seventeen. Oh, why well, so? I, why I, so close? Uh, I, I don't have I, I don't have enough faith yet. Okay, all right, <laughs> fair enough, Mark. Thank you for your call, uh, uh, David. Hello. Hey, Steve. Appreciate you taking my call. Uh huh. Um, it's just uh, quarterback. It's amazing how much better coaches get when they get a really good quarterback, isn't it? Sure, of course. Yeah. It's like anything. I mean, it, when, when a when a baseball manager has great pitching, they look like a genius. I mean, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, the last game, and uh, not to beat this into the ground, but uh, the uh, did it, it seemed like the first game that the offense did a lot of motion and stuff, and I it didn't appear to me that they did as much in the, in the second game. And I'm just wondering why that might have been. Uh, maybe just maybe because they weren't running as much man defense, um, possibly. Because I know they do a lot of motion to figure out if they're in man or not. Um, did it appear that way to you, or maybe just because they didn't run up, they didn't run as many plays because they weren't on the field very often? Yeah, I, I think that's part of it. And remember, you know, sometimes what you do is a bit dictated by what the what the defense does, right? I mean, if, if yeah. why are you putting somebody in motion? Are you trying to, you know, free somebody up? Are you trying to change the eyes? Are you trying to get a particular matchup in the secondary or whatever that might be? So without knowing that, pretty hard to say. Yeah. Um, and then the one, the one play that was obviously was a huge play of the game, the pick six. Um, the, I mean, if that was just a misread by – um, Anthony, right? Well, again, what, what I don't know what the play call was. I don't know, you know, any of that. But sometimes you also have to give credit to the other team. That that guy made a nice move. He he anticipated and made a good play. The way uh, it was described by, um, I think it was uh, guy calling one of the guys calling the game, or a color guy, the former Alabama quarterback. Um, he said that it was a uh, there was a read so that if the corner squats or sits there, uh, it's, instead of the hitch route, they run a hitch and go. And if the corner goes with him, then they would just run the hitch route. So, and that, that's why it was. I mean, because it was going to be if you watched it, it was going to be a big play had he thrown the uh, you know waited and thrown the hitch and go. It was going to be a big offensive play. But anyway, I guess that's the growing pains of a young quarterback. That's true. 
All right, Steve. Appreciate yep. it. Yep. Thank you, sir. Lewis, welcome to the show. Thank you, Steve, for taking my call. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've watched the game a couple of times now on repeat. I even went to YouTube to look at it. And, and let me just say this. Uh, Anthony's got a ways. He's got some growing to do. Yeah, he doesn't throw the long ball quite as well. But I also want to say this. Florida doesn't have the receivers that Trask had when he was here. And and part of that is, is what Anthony is facing. He doesn't have those breakaway receivers uh, except for Pearsall, he seems to know how to get over uh, open, and so that that's a you know that's that's going to be Napier's challenges to get some guys in here who can really lay down a, a route and and then get get into some space. So have you looked at the twenty? Have you looked at the recruiting class? They're full of wide receivers. Yes, I saw that. I noticed. I keep up with uh, all of that. But then the other thing that I have a complaint about is why can't we on offense use our tight ends? And on defense, cover the tight ends. I'd like somebody to tell me, even in the first game uh, with Utah, the tight ends just seemed to run free. And uh, you'd have thought they'd put somebody nose to nose with tight ends and stay with them everywhere he went. But uh, And even on the last play where the defense got that pick, it was going to the tight end. And then last week they threw the tight end. So let me, let me I, flip the switch I, on you, Lewis, um, to try to answer the question for you. You think uh, opposing teams were saying the same thing about Kyle Pitts? Right? Uh, Why couldn't Pitts. they cover him? You know, wh- well, because he's pretty special. Right? Yeah, well, and, and, Pitts, and, Pitts was a different beast. Well, okay. But my point of this he is... when He was even covered. He, he was covered in cold balls. Okay. You know? But that's... Yeah. I'm saying Utah's tight ends are going to be in the NFL. Now, Kentucky's guy, I don't know, but I agree with you. Florida, for whatever the reason, has had trouble covering tight ends. So is it schematic? Because now you can't say it's Grantham because he's gone. No, you sure can't. So is is it something that, you know, Florida just doesn't have the physicality to cover a tight end? Because the trouble with a tight end that's good in my opinion, is if you put a linebacker on him, which you know you'd want to do in theory, right? Well, a good tight end probably is going to beat a linebacker. So now you put a safety on him. Well, then what do you do offensively with that mismatch? If it's if, if it's a speedier mismatch, fine. Then you run because now you have less run support. So I hear you. I wish I could answer the question. I just don't know the answer. Yeah, yeah, I think, I think, I think, uh, but on the offensive side of the ball, I think the Gators need to use, go to their tight ends. Gives, that gives Anthony an intermediary a receiver to catch the ball. And he doesn't have to try to go <clears throat> the distance. Plus, Anthony has got to see the field better. He had some guys running free and, and just didn't see him. But, but this is going, it's going to take time and I think it's going to get better. I think Florida wins at 17-10. Wow. Okay. All right, Lewis, thank you. If Florida wins this game 17-10, there'll be howls coming out of that stadium. I'm just telling you. Tony, welcome to Sports Scene. Yeah, 17-10 will be a tough one, Steve, man. That'll be a, quite a post-game show that you're going to be hosting. Uh, yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Steve, if your Mets could start the season next year with either Aaron Judge in the lineup or Trout in the lineup, who would you choose and why? 
to start next season? Trying to think of what... So regardless of money, regardless of anything like that? Yeah, yeah. Just plug them in your lineup. Probably judge only because... I mean, they're both a little injury-prone, but Trout seems more injury-prone than Judge does. So yeah. that's why I would lean there. Especially lately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good choice. Good choice, man. Yeah, Judge for sure for me too. Um, Steve, you know, you uh, were talking about Tennessee there. One of my favorite Tennessee stats, the mind-boggler, is that since the end of the Vietnam War, Tennessee has only beaten Florida eight times since the end of the Vietnam War. I mean, you just think about that, and it's like, that's just, that's just mind-boggling. But uh, So we'll see. Next week, that should be a good one. Let's go to the pick, Steve. All right. Uh, let's do uh, BYU-Oregon. I like BYU. Ole Miss-Georgia Tech. I'll go with Ole Miss, Lane. Mississippi State-LSU. Yeah, I think Mississippi State will take that one. Penn State-Auburn. Uh, whew. We'll go, go Penn State. Miami-Texas A&M. You know, I think I was one of the only ones last week who picked Happy State to upset Texas A&F, Steve. So I'm going to pat myself on the back for that one. And I'm going to pick Miami because I just, again, Texas A&M, even though they just announced Max Johnson as the starting quarterback, I just don't think overall they're just way too young, depending on that freshman class, just way too much. Okay. Miami. FSU Louisville. You know, I'm I'm gonna go Louisville. I'm gonna go Louisville. I think Louisville beats them tonight. And Gator scoring what? Please don't say seventeen ten. Oh man, seventeen <laughs> ten! Wow. Uh, you know what? I think uh, Ar is gonna have a real good bounce back game. He missed a lot. I mean, I know that our receivers aren't great, but he just missed them, Steve. I mean, he was just missing them high, missing them hot. You know, I mean, he, he was just off. I think he has a bounce back game. Get some of that confidence back. I think the mix in some good run plays in there for him too. Um, so, so I have Gators, you know, forty-four to seventeen. Um, should be a fairly good game and get some young guys in there in the second half. I think that's important too. Okay, Tony, appreciate your call. Thank you. Todd says he likes Florida State, Oregon, Miami, Penn State, Mississippi State, Ole Miss, Florida, twenty-eight to seventeen. Do you think Florida gets on track with AR design runs and turn opening up the pass? I think you will see more of what fans have come to expect with Richardson. Um, I do think there'll be more designed runs. It's what type of defense does USF typically run? Uh, it's multiple, but they've had trouble stopping the run. And I think that's where Florida has a chance to really do some damage. 145, time check brought to you by Hayes Jillowy. Final segment coming up, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WYUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Alex Wynn. Tonight, the Florida Gators soccer team play their first SEC match against the Tennessee Volunteers. Coverage starts at 6.50. Tomorrow, the USF Bulls enter the swamp to take on the 18th-ranked Gators. The Gators are looking to bounce back after last week's tough loss to Kentucky. Coverage begins tomorrow at 3.30.
The Gators 16th ranked volleyball team faces the 4th ranked Wisconsin Badgers tonight at 8.30. The Gators hope to add to their 5-1 all-time series lead over the Badgers. Also tonight, the Tampa Bay Rays begin a three-game home series against the Texas Rangers. The Rays currently hold a four-and-a-half game advantage over the last wildcard spot. I'm Alex Wynn, and that's your Gainesville Sports Center. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Steve Russell here, and joining me in studio is local real estate expert Scott Caldwell, owner of your home sold guaranteed realty. Thanks for stopping by. The real estate market's big news. What are you seeing? Hey, thanks for having me. As expected, the market has definitely shifted and it's now normalizing. Uh, for sellers, homes will sit on the market a little bit longer and buying power is diminished due to the higher interest rates. So normalizing, not another 2008 bust? Absolutely not. 2008 crashed due to lender practices. These days, standards are at the highest and that's why I'm able to guarantee in writing that I will sell your home at your price and time frame or I'll buy it. In this market, it is the best guaranteed way to sell a home. Agreed. And speaking of best, you recently were voted the best real estate company, winning the best of the 352. Way to go. The best of 352 is a huge honor. And on behalf of the entire family at Your Home Soul Guaranteed Realty, thank you to everyone who voted. And thank you, Scott, for being here. Learn more at CaldwellHasTheBuyers.com. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at Low Cost Airlines. 802 341 Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. I would say that not only because they're absolutely the best, that they do pay attention and listen to each different patient and what their needs are, what their fears are, how they can help them through the, the different processes that you need to go through to have healthy teeth. And that's what's really important to me. It's the difference between night and day, just having the absolute best and know that that's what I have and um, I'm healthy and I know that that's what I'm going to be for the rest of my life because this is my team for the rest of my life. It's terrific. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. Daughtry Tree Service has been voted Our Town Magazine's favorite local tree company for 2020, 2021, and 2022. As well as the Newberry Business Hall of Fame for the third year in a row. Call us today for a free estimate. And remember, at Daughtry Tree Service, there's no tree too tall. We do them all. Bump, set, spike. 
We are your home for Gator women's volleyball. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Joe's got Ole Miss, Miami, Mississippi State, BYU, Auburn, FSU, and the Gators winning 38-17. to Andrew's got uh, Penn State, Mississippi State, Louisville, Miami, Florida, 42-13. to Steven says, remember watching Oklahoma-Nebraska game every year while eating Thanksgiving leftovers. Boy, have times changed with that rivalry. What's your UF game score prediction tomorrow night? Uh... Last year, Florida scored 40-something and really did not do much in the second half. Uh, I think Florida will score 40 in this one. Uh, I'll say Florida 40-19. to Thank you, Stephen. Uh, Jonesy, if I can get the email up here. My email just froze. Uh, okay, here we go. I know coaches shouldn't worry about him getting hurt. Do you think Richardson himself is worried about getting hurt and that will affect his running? No. I don't uh, because he's got to know that's part of his game. I, I would hope that would not be the case. If you want to join a team that's making a difference in people's lives, that's Arthrex, and they're hiring. They develop innovative technologies that help treat orthopedic injuries and get people back in the game. If you want to make a difference and have manufacturing skills, including machining, logistics, or assembly, you can join this global company. It's been named one of the best workplaces in manufacturing and production in the entire country. Arthrex is hiring at their manufacturing facilities in Florida, South Carolina, and California. You can check out those jobs at careers.arthrex.com. That's careers.arthrex.com. All right, about five more minutes left or so. Want to get a quick call on you? Can. 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Remember, uh, we will have plenty of stuff for you over the weekend here. Tonight, Gators soccer, 650 is the Gators open SEC play against Tennessee. Tomorrow, Georgia, South Carolina, beginning at 1130. And then we'll be at the UF bookstore. Shane Matthews and yours truly come by and say hello to us. Our pregame show starts at 3.30 Sunday, NFL doubleheader. Bucks and Saints at noon, Bears and Packers at 7.30, and then on Monday night football, we'll join the game in progress, the Bills and the Titans. So that's what's on tap for the rest of the weekend, and that should be pretty good stuff. Tom, I'll get my last couple of emails in here. He says, uh, Steve, if you were coaching this team, well, that's dangerous, but uh, would you continue to play three running backs? If you have three running backs that are good, I think you do that unless one that day in your eyes is clearly hot. He seems to be running the ball better than the other two. 
then I might give that back more carries. It's been kind of evenly split between ETN Johnson and Wright, um, but that's just me. Doesn't mean that, you know, that's the way anybody else would do it, and certainly Billy Napier has not done it that way, um, you know, to this point. Matt says, see, right now, if you say Georgia is the best team in the SEC, if Carolina plays them close, does that change things? Sure it does. Sure it does. You know why, Matt? Just like Alabama, right? Alabama was head and shoulders above everybody else, and then Texas plays them close, and now people are doubting Alabama. Their offensive line's not that good. Their receivers can't get open. You know, not that fast. Well, Georgia looked great. And Carolina has not stopped anybody. I mean, if you look at their numbers, they're bad defensively. I mean, they are one of the worst defensive teams in the country. So, if that game ends up being, I don't know, you know, 45 to 40, yeah, you're going to question that. You just are. And because right now, Georgia is allowing 1.5 points a game. You understand that? 1.5 points a game. You know who the best offense in the league is? The team Florida plays next week. Tennessee's averaging 46 points a game. The Gators are last in the league in scoring at 22 a game. Now, how bad is Carolina? They're not the worst defensive team in terms of points allowed. They're next to last. They allow 29 points a game. Missouri allows 42. I'm sorry, 32 a game. But if you look at what they're doing against the run, Carolina gives up 247 yards a game on the ground. That's not particularly good. In fact, the next worst team is LSU, and they're at 166. So by a wide margin, um, Carolina is not really good. And then in total offense, Georgia is the best of the league, 525 yards a game. And this is where sometimes numbers can lie. You know who the worst team is in the SEC in total offense per game? It isn't South Carolina. It isn't Vanderbilt. Kentucky. Kentucky. Kentucky only averages 312 yards a game on offense. And they are the number nine team in the country, according to the Associated Press and the voters. So, once again, sometimes, sometimes numbers can lie. Running the ball. Florida's forte, right? They average 209 yards a game, which is, I think, sixth, just below Alabama. Well, we'll see what happens tomorrow. Most expect, and I do, a bounce-back game for Florida, a bounce-back game for Anthony 
Richardson. I just pulled this up very quickly. Last year, Florida won 42-20. to 20, And the Gators had 363 yards rushing in the game, net. They ran all over South Florida. Can they do that again? And yards passing, believe it or not, Florida had 303 yards passing in that game. So a big offensive day on the ground, a big offensive day in the air. And we'll see if that will translate again tomorrow night. Thanks to Christina for producing and taking your calls today. Thanks to you for making the calls and being part of the show. It is always appreciated when you do that. Again, 3.30 is when we kick off our Gator football coverage tomorrow. We'll be live at the University of Florida Bookstore. You can say hello to Shane Matthews and me, and uh, we hopefully will say hi to you there. And again, after the game tomorrow, an hour, uh, about 45 minutes or so afterwards, it'll be the Extra Point postgame show. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WYUF. I'm Steve Russell. Enjoy the rest of your day, and we'll talk to you tomorrow for Gator football. So long, everybody. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.